Good afternoon. Can you hear the music? Unfortunately, yes, I can. Oh, excellent. Well, um, for those of you who don't find it unfortunate, if you want to access that piece, it's known as Chinese traditional bamboo flute music free copyright. And that was um, uploaded kindly by Mr. NCS. Oh, that was um, really something to, to sort of encounter, as I've just called in. I, I didn't know where I was for a minute. Well, the people in the comments have said things like, oh, no, this makes my heart calm after so much happening in 2019, sad face. Yeah, I, I didn't quite get that. But uh, but yeah, no, it's um, it was definitely soothing in a sort of scathing barbed wire down the throat sort of way. Oh, I'm not sure I understand that, but I'm, I'm in a I'm in a bad mood. Oh, are you? Why? What, is it technical issues? Well, no, it's not just technical issues. I mean, that was just the the cherry on the cake. I've just I've just had an encounter with a man about a um a bathroom sink. Oh no! Go on, tell us more. It, it went dreadfully. I I you know mm. well I, I thought it went well to be honest. I yeah went up there, looked at this sink. You know, no marks on it. Had a tap on it. Had a plug. Yeah. Um, and he uh, had the mounting brackets and everything. So yeah. I bring it home. Because uh, I did, you know, socially distancing. I didn't want to sit there forever looking at this sink. Of course uh, not, so, no. so I put the twenty pounds underneath his windscreen wipers, and he put the sink underneath my windscreen wipers, and then we sort mm. of returned to each car, and I drove home. Yeah. Um, upon arriving home, I realised that the mounting brackets were incorrect. Mm. He'd removed the um, I don't I can't remember what you like the cartridges from the the uh, tap, the, yeah. the hot and cold uh, cartridge. Yeah. So the taps would turn and there was no valve inside. Um, and I looked in the overflow and he said it was brand new, but yeah. um, there was clearly stains where well, it looked like coffee stains. I hope it was coffee down the back yeah. of the overflow. And I messaged him and said, look, uh, this is this is no good for me. It's missing the correct mounting brackets. Sure. I can't find the model. I mean, yeah. I, I'd like my money back. And he said, sorry, I don't want to be that guy, but um, a sink with the wrong mounting brackets is no good to me, so you'll have to sell it on. Oh, no. Smiley face. He ended it with a smiley face. Oh, that's ridiculous. That makes it fine, doesn't it? it well... <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's such a it's it's happened so many times before. It's it's one of those classic sort of, you know, consumer nightmares, isn't it? When I know when, when it all goes right. It wasn't the anti-roll feathers, was it at all? That wasn't the well, issue. No, I mean, I feel like getting onto I, I feel like getting onto Dom Littlewood, but I've got no mm. recourse because it was, no. it was done through a popular social media marketplace. It was, wasn't it? Um, was it Wish by any chance? No, it wasn't Wish. They they all they always send me very niche items at an agreeable cost and within a month. They do, don't they? Yeah. I mean, I I really like Wish. I I like the fact that no matter what happens, whenever I go on there, I always find something I need, whether it's yeah. a cross crossbow that shoots cocktail sticks, um, or or remotely activated elect electric um butt plugs. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I do I do wonder about their um the permissions that they have to like access our cookies because I mean, mm. I've, I always use uh, incognito mode uh, for yeah. my niche browsing. Yeah. Yes. They seem to have a, a, you know, dead, almost like a Yuri Geller style insight in, into my, my mm. niche interests. Oh no, that's ridiculous. 
know. It's, it, it's funny you should say that because um, I was looking up some recipes for biscuits the other day and now my laptop is full of cookies. <laughs> hey. Oh, the Duke's a hazard there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking for an opportunity to use the Dixie horn and I thought... Keep using the Dixie horn. I think it should I will be a do, feature yeah. every week. Every time True. I do a pun. No, I think we just make a whole like minute-long jingle for the Dixie horn and then just press it once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what was even funnier was that I wasn't actually really looking up biscuit recipes on a website. I only did that just for the purposes of the joke. Yeah, well, so within, that, within that joke world, though, it, it, yeah. it's the function. I know, um, it makes it even funnier, doesn't it? So, uh, <laughs> should we, should we use the main theme to start the podcast? Well, the main theme is art, isn't it? Art is our theme. Art, what is art? I mean, that's the question, isn't what, it? What is, what is, what art? is art? Why? Hey, what Why is, is art? art? I mean, you know, is, is is anything art? You know, I mean, is a clock art? You know, I think if I, I, I'm the open-minded guardian reading type, so I think yeah. if, if someone looks me in the eyes and tells me mm. whatever they've got on offer is yeah. art, then I'll, I'll be happy to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's fair enough. Um, I mean... The, the thing about a clock, is it art? I don't think so, because all art is timeless. So, uh, horn, horn, horny, horny, Dixie, horn, horn. <laughs> so, yeah. But, of course, there's also the idea of art by election, isn't there? So the idea that um, if you were to, say, um, eat, eat a sandwich and only eat half of it and then leave it on the table, that's not art. But if you then take the table and the sandwich and put it in an exhibition. It then becomes art, and that's that's art by election, you see. So, um, and it uh, does, yeah. So the the creator of it doesn't necessarily mean for it to be art, but the fact that you take it out of context repurposes yes. it and yeah. put it within the bracket of art. Yeah, because I think the thing is that context is everything. <laughs> that was actually, I wasn't a pun really, was it? That was no, not. Really, but, I wouldn't have given that the horn, but no. you know, you're, the, you're the man with the horn, so as they always say. <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, I've got the horn, so the thing is, I, I should just try and use it as often as possible, I think. So uh, <laughs> at any opportunity during today's podcast... I'm uh, going I, to I'm going to start the, uh, the main sacred cow theme to move us away from your horn. Yeah, do that, do that, because that's going to bother the listeners, isn't it? The sacred cows. I love it. It's still good, isn't it? Even after like nine. Can you believe it? Nine episodes. Nine episodes. You... I think we the ten episodes special. I think we're going to have yeah. to do a four hour long extreme <laughs> cast, or just make it seem like it was four hours long. They most mostly do though, don't they? Do you know what? nine episodes? And and I mean, you know, yesterday. I mean, it only seems like. Saturday. Yeah. That we, joke was a lot funnier when I wrote it down, I'm sure. We I got record it right. these on a Sunday for for those of you not listening live. Um, oh yeah, no, people wouldn't know that really, would they? Yeah. I, I would have thought they would have heard the sound of church bells and people reading Sunday supplements and thought, ah oh, yeah, that's gotta be a Sunday. That's a Sunday yeah. podcast, isn't it? But obviously <laughs> people haven't picked up on that. Who have we got today? We've got Ace with a with a skull. We've got Nida River Nymph. We've got Dos. 
Um, have you got more people on your screen? No, that's, like, that's it. That's all I've got it? listening on mine. But um, all right, well, maybe they, they might want to join in with the quiz later on when we do the when we do the art quiz. Oh, that would be lovely. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. The the running order. I mean, we've got loads of features for you. We've got mm. um, we've got the Tisdale connection. Mm -hmm. We've had another email about Simon's post-it notes. So I thought, you know, seeing as this is becoming a regular theme. I might want to make a, make a jingle for that. Um, yeah. And God, what else have we got? We we secured another interview. We have, yeah, we have. I'm really looking forward to that later on. Uh, that's with a, a young man called Rusty. He goes by the name Rusty. I'm sure we'll find out yeah. about that later on. Uh, well, I think, you know, I think we don't want to hide our light under a bushel, do we? I mean, we have secured an interview with the famous American cowboy painter, Rusty Tits. And so, you know, I mean, we it took a lot of tracking down, didn't it? You know, because he's hard to hard to get hold of, isn't he? Well, he's a rambling man, isn't he? He's a rambling man, yeah, and Tits is hard to get hold of. So, you know. <laughs> He'll be rambling on um, about any old stuff with us. <laughs> I just thought that was a joke there, so. Yeah, well, it pretty much was. It's like sending up a firework, isn't it, or a flare as soon as you've discovered where you are, I think. That the and then you realise it's a bit of a dud. It is. It's it doesn't really quite land. On, it's going to get on people's tits eventually, isn't it? Well, let's Dixie hope it doesn't get on Rusty there. Tits's tits. Oh, we've <laughs> just lost all our listeners. They, they oh, we really? simultaneously logged off. You're <laughs> the joking. Mention of tits. No, they've all gone. Oh no! Oh, there's this. They would so enjoy the last segment of well, this uh, podcast. So. More full then. Okay. Yeah. Have they really all gone? Because they yeah, still appear gone. on me. Have they? Oh, fucking hell! Right then. So, um, what are we going to do next then? Well, I think we could start it off with a quiz and then end on the end on the interview with Rusty. Right, are you ready for? Are we ready for the art quiz then? Yeah, yeah. I'm more than ready. Right, okay, here we go. We've got a jingle for the art quiz. Here it comes. This is a quiz where I choose a famous painting and give you some clues and you have to guess which one it is from the clues that I give you. And if you get it right, I'll give you a point. That was lovely. It was, wasn't it? It was very soothing. And and uh, to make it even more soothing, we're going to have a bit of Eric Satie while we're um, doing our quiz, OK? Lovely. Yeah, I, just, I thought it would be very soothing for our listeners. Um, On a Sunday. I mean, it might entice the ones that, that found tits too much. So uh, Yeah, and, and, and if anyone... Um, does find tits too much you know you yeah. can always be soothed well yeah i mean the thing is that you know in the current day and age you know with the coronavirus raging around us you know the last thing people want is anything abrasive like tits so you know yeah. we definitely you know we'll we'll bring them back with some eric satie and some art the the harsh the harsh foil of the tunnock's tit the the dangerous rotations of mooge's uh mcflurry moves and I, this, I, we've we, we've overdone tits. with we've overdone it with the tits, haven't we? We've shot our it's load a, with the tits. Yeah, it's already. a it's a heavy it's a tit heavy podcast. <laughs> I think Correct. by the time by the time we actually get to the solid gold tit jokes at the end, people will be all titted out, really, won't they? 
I think I think that, yeah, they'll have they'll have like become immune. They'll be sick to the teeth of tits. So. <laughs> anyway, should we go with this art quiz? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, gonna run out of music. Anyway, yeah, that's why I'll have to keep going backwards and forwards on the laptop to sort that out. Anyway, so the idea is then is that in, if you listen to the uh, uh, jingle, you'd know that what's going to happen is I'm going to give you clues about a uh, uh, three paintings. And the idea is is that each clue will become successively easier for you to recognise what the painting is. So oh, the okay. first first clue I give you will be really hard. And if you get it from that, that'll be amazing. And I'll give you five points. Then the next clue will be four, then three, then two, then one. And and obviously the one point clue will be really obvious. And then you, this you sounds, need to tell me. This sounds like a genuinely exciting and fresh format. It is, yeah. I do think I've taken it from going for gold. But, yeah. uh, but you know, other than that, yes, you're right, it is. And I think I think you're, you're going to enjoy it and the listeners are too. Um, okay. I think some people have rejoined, actually. They'll no, be, they, yeah, they have. Oh, is it still just us? Oh, sorry, yeah. I just thought I thought some people have rejoined. I was no, say. DOS has got a ghost account. Is he? Oh, right, yeah, okay. it was DOS underscore now. It's DOS full stop, but they've, they've left now. Oh, right, okay. Let's go on with this quiz then. So, painting <laughs> number one. For five okay. points, can you identify the painting? It contains two ducks fighting each other. I... I'm not sure I can. Um, no, no, you'll have to give no. me the other clue. Okay, all right. So then for four points, it also contains a man playing a trumpet badly. Playing a trumpet badly. Yep. Um, no, it does, it's not ringing any bells. How do we know he's playing it badly? We just do. I mean, that's the skill of the painter, you see. Oh. I know. Clever. No, I need, I'm going to need another clue. Okay, right. For three marks, it also contains hastily discarded watercress. Any ideas? Um, it sounds, it, it sounds uh, very renaissance in its content. Yeah, kind of pastoral. Mm. Yeah. Do you want the two-mark question? Yeah, I'll have to go with two the two-marker. Two-mark clue, right. Okay, so for two marks, it also contains a man forcing a lemon under his foreskin. Oh, no, this, with the duck and, and the, the yeah. trumpeting, I was thinking sort of like Disney, like yeah, cartoony-style yeah. artwork. But then yeah. the, the lemon but, under the, Is it a sliced lemon? No, it's a full lemon. It's, a, it's okay. completely, yeah. Because I know that was that was a form of contraception, wasn't it, to cut cut a lemon or an orange in, in half and yeah, pop it on the so, end? The, so we're not talking a modern happy. painting, then, no, are we? Yeah, no. so it's not modern. No, no. Give, give me the one marker, then. I'll, I'll okay. be happy to get one. Okay, for one mark, then, um, the painting contains a horse and cart. Oh, um, is it the Haywain? It is the Haywain. Well done. For yes! One, for, for one mark... Uh, you scored uh, for the Haywain, so well done. So you got a total of one at the minute. All right, give pretty good. The ruffle. Yeah, I can do. There we go. Oh, we're, we're on the post-its as we speak at the minute. That was but the ASMR segment. It was. Yeah. Are you ready for the painting number two? I am. Okay. Right. So for five marks, then painting number two contains a dolphin smiling. Okay. What do we reckon? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it it sounds like like an early two thousands Argos catalogue at the moment because mm. dolphins were all the rage. I remember we had a dolphin toilet seat, a dolphin shower curtain, and yeah. a wall clock with uh, dolphins instead of hands. But yeah, I, yeah, it could be any one of those. I don't know. Give me the next. Okay. One. All right. Okay. So for four marks, then it also contains a selection of felt pens. Felt pens and dolphins. Mm. Yeah. No, it, it's not ringing any bells. I, I'm going to need more to go on. Okay, then. Uh, for three marks, it also contains some schnapps in an egg cup. Just a, just a shot of schnapps in an egg cup? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, in the bottom right-hand corner. Dolphins, the egg cup. No, I, I, no. I'm not sure I know this piece. Okay, right. For two marks, then. It also contains an 80s synth pop band rehearsing for a farewell tour. Now, would would it if you named the synth pop, synth pop band, would it give it away? It would, yeah. So I'm not going to do that because it would just be far too obvious if I did that. Yeah. I don't know. No, the one oh. point, please. Okay, for one for one mark, uh, it has a watch melting on a branch. Oh, it's Darley, isn't it? It is, but can you name their oh. title? It's a tricky one. Isn't it? Oh, it's something on time, isn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it, and this came up on one of our Zoom quiz. Zoom? Zoom quizzes? Zoom quiz, yeah. A Zoom? That's a Zoom, Zoom Yeah, Zoom, Zoom is, the, is one thing. Zoom is another. That's the one you use for Zumba. That's the dance one. Oh. Zoom, it's called. It's a different one to Zoom. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've lost the name of it. I cannot remember right. Okay, well, I'll give you half a mark that. The answer was The Persistence of Memory oh, by, by Salvador Dali. Yeah, that's right. So, um, But I, I thought you would have got it when, when I mentioned the 80s synth-pop band, but obviously... Yeah, and of course it was The know. Human League. Yes, it was The Human League, that's right. And they, they, were, um, they were doing Being Boiled, I think, at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, so I thought you would have got that, but anyway. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, should we do the last one then? Painting number three. <clears throat> so for five you marks. Something in your throat, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> have you got something in your throat, there, Simon? Oh, I, I believe I have. Yeah. Well, that, was a... number three. <laughs> that was a comedy trill. All right then. So okay. Um, uh, right. So I've got it right down now. So for okay. five marks and for five marks, um, a Wendy house filled with balloons. So this is painting number three. A Wendy house filled with balloons. And, and this this could be modern, this could be postmodern. I don't. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, well, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's nineteenth century, so. Okay, well, I work, that's good because I was thinking pre-Raphaelite, but um, yeah, no, right, it's not no, pre-Raphaelite. I'm going to need a, need another clue. Okay, for for four marks, uh, it contains a child chasing candy floss across a mossy meadow. Ah, uh, see, that's a trope that. Edvard mm. Munk uses, isn't it? But I'm yeah. not. But then the Wendy scream. house. <laughs> Where's the horn? <laughs> Where's the horn when you need I, one? I can't do the horn while I've got Eric Sarty on. Eric Sarty doesn't give me the horn, so I can't do that. Oh, well, well you know. Yeah. Makes all sorts. Um, no, I need another clue. Okay, for three marks, DIY SOS. That's okay. it. That's all I've got written down in front of me. That's I don't know where you know whether it's the whole crew or just the guy presenting it or or like a or, or someone's videotaped it. Something like that. Yeah. 
DIYs OS. Well, it sounds like my bloody house, Simon, but I couldn't <laughs> tell you about a, a, right. an artwork that looks anything like that. All right. What about for two marks then? Yeah, I'll, go, I'll take the two mark. Okay, two marks. Uh, the, in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a news anchor woman with a camel toe. Oh. Um, yeah, you see? It's, now you're getting it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Um, yeah. Oh, God, what one is it? It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. And, and thanks to the camel toe. Um, mm. Oh, uh, clever. Was it? Was it? Oh. I don't know. We're, it's not we'll the Mona Lisa. It's not the Mona Lisa. It's not, just in case you, you were confirm wondering. it's not that one. No, no. go on. You, you, I'll have to go for the one mark again. Okay. So for number uh, for one mark, it's got some bathers in it. So, some bathers or sun. So, some some bathers, not sun. They are sun bathers, but there are some bathers in it. Yeah, and um, yeah. And then we've got, of course, um, was it Victoria Derbyshire in the bottom right-hand corner with the with the camel toe? Yes, but I'm afraid that's not the name of the uh, painting. Oh, I know. Well, not usually, anyway, that might be a sort of alternate name for it, but uh, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. Well, the answer is it's the Bathers by Georges Seurat. Of course, it is because yeah, it has you the see. Bathers in it. You see what I mean? You see that that was that was the that, that was, was the thing you see, yeah. So uh, so there yeah. you go. So that's the quiz. So you scored in total one and a half out of a possible fifteen. That's all right by me, eh? Well, what that's one that and a half two? marks. That's one and a half marks more than you had this time last week for the art quiz. So you're definitely making progress. It's ex exponential, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, next time I could have five mm. marks or three. I'm not. I'm not really sure how um, exponential mm. graphs work because of the way that the media are using them to make us feel like we're mm. safe. Well, the, you've got the R number, yeah. So the R number is basically people say to you, "There's a lot of people dying," and you go, "Ah." Oh, and it's how many people? Yeah. Saying, oh. That's the R number. So basically, the more people have died, the more you go, "Ah." Like that. Yeah. And if only yeah, like a few people have died, you go, ah, oh, like that. But, yeah, but that's, well, basically, that's the R number. That's that's what they mean. Okay. Should I take us out with the jingle again, or do you think we've had enough of the jingle? No, I could do with the jingle again. All right, um, well, let's do the jingle again. A bit then, low okay. after only getting one and a half mark. This is a quiz where I choose a famous painting. And if you get it right, I'll give you a point. There you go. So there you go. So that's the that's the art quiz. No, I, I feel I feel more informed. I liked um I liked all of those little details that often people miss when they're rushing through galleries. Well that's they often, it. They're drawn to the focal point of the piece and they don't really see like the, the obscure detail and that's where a majority of the meaning lies. Hopefully people will now look at those paintings anew and look for the details which I've uh, uh, pointed out to them so um, there you go so every day's a learning day isn't it well it is on this podcast i mean we we but what we do is we we mix in real uh facts with um shit and you have to work out what's the truth from the bollocks and, <laughs> that's um, right yeah it's a game you can play along at home actually yeah, yeah. truth or bollocks yeah truth or bollocks, yeah. absolutely <laughs> what's next then what are we doing next 
Well, I, I was just going to talk about some some arty bits that that interested me. I mean, I sent you a picture from Twitter earlier, uh, last night, was it? Uh, possibly, or, or today. It, it was actually some some um, biscuits, wasn't it? That gave you some oh, cookies yes. on the computer. Yes. Oh, yes. And it was uh, was it women's art? A uh, hashtag women's art, wasn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. I do you know I I've um I've been on a sex education days before where yes. um people have been given plasticine to uh, mould people's genitalia. Well, not not people's gen- a, a version of uh, genitalia. Out oh, of, yes, yeah. Um, out of plasticine. The, the, the penis and the, the vulva normally, other genitalia mm. are, of course, available. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, these they, they were biscuits and they, they were fantastic. And it was it was um, someone had actually made moulds or, or cutters for these biscuits to, to mm. form those shapes. And I thought that would be a tremendous teaching aid for, for the young people of this country. Yeah. And then at it's the end fun- of it, they could have a meal. Well, they could do. They could just like nosh down, couldn't they? Um, it's it's funny she said that because I did actually go onto my computer to look up those um, those sort of gynecological biscuits, and now I've got cookies all over my laptop. <coughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, very similar to the joke earlier, but still was impactful. Well, of course, doesn't it? I think the, the Dixie Horn definitely cements Elevated. the comedy value, doesn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, uh, biscuits biscuits that are shaped like that, I mean, you know, it, it's uh, it's difficult to know whether or not that's going to sell a lot. I can't imagine Peak Freens or McVitie's, you know, doing a, you know, well, or, doing Oreos. Like a boutique range of, of mm. their biscuits, you know. I mean, I mean, can you imagine Oreo, you know, with like a sort of a cream pie version, you know, with the... With the, you know, with the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't see with it the, myself. With the soft white centre, no. But I mean, for yeah. our listeners, whatever you do, don't think of that because it might, you know, put you off Oreos the next time. Well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. You don't know, and nobody wants to be put off Oreos, do they? I mean, they're, uh, yeah. they're, they're one of the five basic food groups. So, and they're vegan as well. Would you believe? Are they really? I used to think that they had pieces of pork belly in them, but no. All right. No, no, it's just there's no eggs, no milk, no teeth, no nothing. It's just, I, it's a wonder, isn't it, that they can get it so chocolatey and creamy, but without um, dairy. Yeah, yeah, that is incredible. And apparently, if you want to make your own Oreos, you need to use Dutch cocoa um, because Dutch cocoa is very dark, and that's what gives the Oreos their um, colour. Well, and then and what our listeners are doing now is they're trying to think, right, is he t- is he taking an angle here? Is this bollocks or is this genuine information? Absolutely, yeah, because we're so clever, you see, you and I, that we can just slip stuff in like that and people will go, no, that can't be true. But it is true. Or and is, it, the, is it, it? It could be wasted on them. They could it, come, come when the pubs open. Yeah. Uh, they might need that information for a quiz or, or indeed a Zoom quiz or Zoom quiz. A Zoom, uh, uh, not a Zoom quiz, because remember that's to do with Zoom. Oh no, no yeah, that's to do that's with Zumba. Yeah, but Zoom yeah. quizzes. Yeah, I mean, I did a Zoom quiz last night, and I thoroughly enjoyed it using allbadcards.com. Um, and uh, you can just go online, type that in, and then you get to play cards against humanity with people remotely. Oh, and that's not yeah. a paid promotion, is it? It's not a paid promotion. No, you, you'd imagine that we are sponsored by both Wish and all badcards.com yeah uh, and we're not but we sound so 
good at it that it's hard it would be hardly surprising whether you know if those two companies uh, or people or whatever actually yeah. contacted I us mean, and said you know because you could because you have two live listeners at the minute which i believe is you and me and because yeah. as soon as we say the word tits everybody stops listening yeah i, I couldn't believe that, that. <laughs> as soon as the breed just left has somebody else just left yeah when you said the t word <laughs> Oh, you're joking. What, every time I say that word, somebody leaves? Well, we've got no one left now, so you can say tits all you want. <laughs> I didn't even know there was anyone on. It's still, on, my, on, my, on my phone, it just says we've still got all the other people, the Doss and uh, Ace and no, all was, the other people. It was just sinister breed, but then you said the tits word, and then he genuinely left at the mention of it. Jesus Christ. Oh well, well I tell you what, we, we're gonna we're gonna lose a fuckload of listeners towards the end of this podcast, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we, we'll have like minus. We'll have actually people knocking on the doors telling us to stop at this rate. <laughs> Does that mean? I mean, so I I could say the c word and like no one would like log off. And, they wouldn't and, flinch. Like, but as soon as I say tits, that's gained listeners in the past. Yeah, I mean, and and given that art is is the theme, it's interesting, isn't it? You know, sort of the way in which language itself is a virus, and that in fact, you know, we are. Um, isn't that a Spike Milligan poem? Well, language is a virus. Smiles are contagious or something. He said, "Get the whole world infected with smiles." I think you'll find it's a William Burroughs thing, actually. Oh. William Burroughs and Brian Geisen, they were very much into cut up and. Uh, and um and that sort of thing you know when they when they were playing for preston north end the two of them they, they, yeah they'd often be you know in the um in the dressing room at half time fucking around with cut up and everyone would say come on we got we're playing blackburn rovers you've got to get out there and they'd be saying right, no right. We're, we're doing beat poetry we're not coming we're not coming shut up and that's that's what happened so uh wow there you go. Look, another truth or bollocks thing. Yeah, truth or bollocks indeed. <laughs> What's happening next then? What's next on the menu? The well, art uh, menu. I've got uh, I've got an email in from someone about your post its. We could do that item. Yes, let's do the post its item. And I, I should have really done a link about us saying that you know wish dot com or uh, the Zoom people could send an email to the sacred cow at disciples dot com. Um, with any mm. with any ideas about paid promotion, but I'll start this uh, one uh, this feature, which is also to do with an email we received. Mm-hmm. Okay. saying but um <laughs> it'll sound much better when people listen back to the uh to the um the uh the edited version later on won't they yeah i mean there there was loads and loads of i think when i when i was looking at it under like the sound spectrograph thing i mean like there, it was mm. pretty much full of clipping but i've got a plug-in that can correct that now so if I were to yeah. shout and the gain and distortion was too much, it can it can do some work to to correct that. So yeah, um, we had an email in rather than me talking about um, sound production. Um, mm-hmm. 
we we had an email from um let's have a look oh yeah it was from um stallion red hoffman at um at gmail.gov and um he says simon when you were hustling between ranches and stables in the 90s you visited my ranch in oakley union texas which i Mm -hmm. think is texas um you struck me as a young buck down on his luck who wasn't scared of getting his hands truly filthy for good coin. I was busy trying to make sure that cowboys and horsemen were gaining fair representation within art circles, so I entrusted you with branding my two pens of rare breed cattle. I sent you out on a damn windy day with your gear as I set to work in my studio. You finished your work fast and I paid you substantially for your filthy services. As the wind picked up, the horses were ill-settled and uneasy and also out of sorts. The latches of my cow pens buckled and bowed under the stress of nature, and sure as buckets of shit, they busted open. My cows were blown clean out of their corral and around the locale when I realised most of my cattle hadn't been branded at all, and those that had brands on them almost had their brands blown off of them swiftly, I howled across the Texan plains. Simon, what the hell kind of brands did you use? And carried on the wind, I heard your faint reply as you took off your vest. I didn't use a brand. I labelled your cows with my posted notes. Sod animal cruelty. Is that true? That is entirely true, yeah. That's, that that's happened. Me. It did, yeah. That was beautifully told as well. That was... Uh... I was almost like Ernest Hemingway. That was it. Was, oh, uh, lovely! Yeah, no, I um, yeah, no, it's all true. And um, even the vest, even the vest, yeah, even the vest. The vest is probably the the detail that sticks in my mind the most. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That that well, last, happened. Well, I've caught you out there, Simon, because last week you said that the uh, barbecue story was mm. a lie because you never take your vest off. But now you're saying when in Texas you used to take your vest off in the nineties. Well, a girl can change her mind, you know. I just think it's very telling about the kind of turncoat of the man that you are. I am. Well, I mean, you know, my, my coat is constantly revolving. So I'm afraid <laughs> you, you, I'm hard to pin down. I'm like a I'm like a live butterfly that's far away from a lepidopterist. Do, I, hard, I, hard to pin down. I, I get annoyed by butterflies because <laughs> they are <laughs> they're listless. There we are. I think that just, I think I deserve that just for being able to say lepidopterist. Le- lepidopterist. Le- yeah, precisely. That's right. I get the horn just for being able to say that. So, well, I don't, I don't you blame go. you for getting the horn because of that, because I can't do it. Well, there you go. You see, that's it's just that's the that's the way I roll. You see. So, uh, yeah. well, sta- go. have you got any other um, any anything else you're willing to say about your exchange with Stallion Red Hoffman? No, I mean that's the past. I mean, you know, and I I don't really want to go there. You know, I've I've moved on in my life, and um, you know that that's just not me anymore. That is not me anymore. So yeah. you know, I'm I'm I'll think I think we'll leave it there. To be perfectly honest, that's fair enough. I mean, if, you know, if there was any any legal comeback for damages or losses, that um, uh, what was it, uh, Stallion Red, um, yeah, you know. He could he could probably he could probably um, use some kind of legal system to mm. to recoup those losses, and unless of course um, you offered your filthy services on Facebook Marketplace, because if you go through them, ladies and gentlemen, there's mm. nothing you can do if you get mugged off. Really, Fuck all you can do, yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds um sounds sounds like a good thing actually to be perfectly honest, you know. Or a bit like Wish, isn't it? Cuz uh I think with Wish there's definitely a 14 ba- uh, 14 day money back guarantee on every purchase on Wish. But often it takes uh, 15 days for it to arrive, so they've, it does. they've wriggled out of that one and I I ordered um a you like a cash register type thing. I saw a cash register on there for like $16 and I thought if I bought yeah. that, I could sell that somewhere and make make a bit of money. But it came and it was like a cash register for a doll's house. So I, I never used Wish again. I mean, I'm sure some people might like to use them. I mean, if you have doll's houses. Yes. Well, uh, I mean, who can say really? Who or a curious say? anus. Um, lots of their products can tend to those. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about at the minute. Art. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about art are we oh yeah. yeah oh yeah the art themed one that's right <laughs> where do we go from here then is it is it down to the lake over here i don't know <laughs> i've got um i've got a tisdale connection is it tisdale then tits then is that, T- is, that, <laughs> is, that the way, is that the map out of this podcast yeah i think mainly, mainly tisdale and tits i mean oh, the biggest what about viral life. loads do we have uh yeah we've got an exclusive haven't we uh yes viral that's loading. right yeah well, maybe you want to introduce it, Simon. Yes, I will do. Yeah, I've just—I think I've just posted. Uh, no, I haven't actually. No, forget about that. I thought I just posted a link, uh, but I think I've just posted a link to this podcast into the chat thing. So just ignore that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good because I forgot I pasted something before. Uh, anyway, yeah. So um, we we were scanning through SoundCloud as we always do, and we came across. Um, a new band called Viral Load, and Viral Load are a, uh, a supergroup composed of um, uh, the cream elite, they say, of the US and European metal scene. So we've got Billy the Cat from Death Tongue, we've got Greg DeRubio from Electric Pussy, we've got Biff Jansen from Giant Panzer, we've okay. got Bodo Hartman from Vixen, and we've got Twang and Bongo from The Animal Crackers. So I mean that that I honestly can't think of of any better musicians. But the idea is is that they've got together to record a song for the coronavirus, and yeah, um, yeah I mean it's a big sort of big kind of eighties hair ballad kind of thing, you know. But um, wow. I'm just amazed that so many powerful musicians could could get could get together and meet up. At a, so like so they were spaced two meters apart when recording, obviously. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I think they did it kind of Zoom or, or Zoom even. And yeah. they, they did it one of those ways. But basically, I think the idea was is that they uh, they were able to, um, you know, record it together. I um, mean, who knows? They might have recorded it before the coronavirus thing happened. Perhaps it's very just precise. Prophetic. It, it is. Yeah. I mean, and when you listen to it, you, you probably will think that it's prophetic. So uh, <laughs> should we have a listen yeah. to it? I'm yes, sure please. that... In the uh, recorded uh, version of the podcast, it'll sound a bit better than this. But I'll yeah. I'll play it now, and then we'll uh, we'll get a load of it, and then uh, have a chat about it when it finishes. Nice. And if you want to dance with Zumba, please do. Absolutely. Yeah. If you feel like getting up and doing anything during it. Everybody's staying home all day. I need a 
you know we're with the lockdown and all the terrible things i think it's nice to have something that can get us all sort of you know cheering and clapping out the window you know um yeah i'm not sure if you could hear it but i had my lighter in the air swaying yeah no i could i could i could hear the hiss uh in the background so uh yeah it was um it's i mean it's a stonking song i mean if we could get it to number one you know i mean it would be awesome if uh Oh, I think so. I mean, it's it's like they do those protest number ones, you know, against Simon yeah. Cowell, killing in the name of. I mean, I, I don't yeah. see why I'm not dead yet. Couldn't get that number one spot. No, that's right. I mean, it's definitely in number one. If it's not a number one, it's a number two. So, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. But I think so it was they... Butch Vig that said that originally, wasn't it? 
I think it did. He was, yeah. Ultravox, they they were number two for years, weren't they? Before, oh, you know, yeah. Joe Dolce, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it have been Joe, funny if Joe Dolce, if, if Joe Dolce had done Vienna and Ultravox had done Shut Up of Your Face? I think oh. we should definitely do that, shouldn't we? <laughs> Joe uh, Vienna in the style of Joe Dolce. And and uh, shut up your face in the style of uh, Ultravox. Ultravox. You do the Ultravox one, I'll do the Joe Dolce one. Yeah, I thought it was going to go that way. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Is it Ashley Tisdale time? It could well be, yeah. Let me check my jingles. Um, sorry, I'm just dealing with people having a go at me on Twitter. Um, really? Gentlemen, check your jingles when you can. Uh, is there somebody really like having a Twitter spat with us at the minute? I think so. I, I didn't have time to read it properly. It's not. It's not with us. I think it's my personal account. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Check your jingles. Is that some kind of street language? Is that like kind of? Is that sort of like you know big man ting beef kind of thing? Check your no, jingles. I, I think it's more like a medical thing, isn't it? Because um, yeah. those of you that are aged twenty five to thirty, you should be checking your jingles because oh, that's God, the age yeah. that they they affect you. Absolutely, yeah. You just you just need to get your fingers up up, up behind them, and then just cough. And then, uh, if if you can feel anything sharp, then you yeah, probably if, go and get that checked out. If you get a lump in your throat, then yeah. um, <laughs> then you should probably go see your GP from a safe distance. From a safe distance, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop now. Yeah, Tisdale, Tisdale. It's the Tisdale connection. It's the Tisdale. Connection. What's the connection between today's topic and Ashley's Tisdale? God, that was fucking loud. Yeah, I've got a new camera phone. The speakers on it's pretty intense. <laughs> I was going to say that. Now I kind of tend to agree with the checking your jingles bit. But uh... <laughs> anyway, what what what's the art connection with Ashley Tisdale? Then they can't what? be. I no. can't believe there would be. She's she is an art lover. I was watching. Um, you can watch it too on YouTube. I think it's the Architectural um, Digest. They they got an uh, interview yeah. with her in her Hollywood home, yeah. um, and she goes through some of her art collection in her house. Um, right. So she she's a fan of art, and she's adorned um, her Hollywood Hills home with it. Mm-hmm. And in her front room, she's got this painting of a, a person standing in the shallow seawater, but it only occupies the lower fifth of the canvas. And um, right. the rest of the canvas is just like the same tone of sky with a, with a single cloud occupying the uh, top left corner. It, it kind of reminds me of the um, LP cover of uh, John Lennon's Imagine, minus John oh, Lennon, yeah. like a long shot of John Lennon if he was in, um, in, in the sea looking, looking for like some clams or something. Um, oh, yeah. And then she moves over to her fireplace and uh, she says, um, you know, there's this lovely black and gold piece. And she says it's by Shepard Fairey, who uh, mm. for the listeners that don't know, he's the guy that did the Obama Hope posters, uh, oh, the, yeah. the blue and red ones. So, and I think it, it must be an original. I mean, the money yeah. she's oh, making. it's got to be. Oh, yeah. She's minted, isn't she? Absolutely. And then like a she... lamb. Like a lamb. Well minted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and lamb's completely vegan. By the way, for our <laughs> listeners, in, when, especially when minted. Yes, of course it is. Yeah. Um, what is it? Truthful bollocks. Anyway, um, <laughs> we need a truthful bollocks jingle. Right. Yeah. Um, back to the Tisdale. Yeah. She um, she moves through her hallway and she has um, uh, she's she is hung with all of her accomplishments. Basically, several high school yeah. musical prints, mm-hmm. um, a framed golden record of her debut album Headstrong. If you haven't listened to it, please do. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
um, tour de force. And then she goes through to her dining room and she's got these four photographs from the 1930s of when her home was built. Um, And that's those photos are sort of nestled around a photo of her dog um, at her wedding. So that's lovely. I mean, she's really into these, uh, you know, it's, you know, well balanced on yeah. the wall as well. Uh, sorry, you're eating something, Simon. No, I'm I'm just wrapping a um, uh, an audio cable around some headphones at the minute. Oh, okay. Now it just sounded like you're having some pretzels or something. Um, <laughs> no. Anyway, most of her other walls in her house are decorated with artwork too that's been created directly onto the paint using a felt tip and it takes the form of various scribbles and attempts at words as well so there's something for everyone in the Tisdale household there certainly is that's amazing that's she she truly touches all of us doesn't she she does I mean she she's a (laughs) multi-talented woman and she's got her fingers in a lot of talent pies she has not she yeah she's plugged into the uh she's plugged into the pie matrix and she's a damn good cook as well i saw her making uh some salmon thing the other day and i mean it was just extraordinary well the interesting thing is um in this architectural digest video she says she likes the dining room because she can sit in there and she she Mm. never cooks for herself but in i don't know how how old this was it could have been two or three years old uh, this Mm. video but on her instagram yeah. Uh, she's just got a new um, oven situation. I think she's just had her kitchen remodelled. And, right. um, oh, she's she's trying she's trying loads of new recipes on there. Wow! I mean, she she what would have been good is she, is if she'd have listened to last week's food uh, episode of our podcast because she would have learned so much, you know, about autoland buntings and yeah, um, you know, all the, all the food things that we talked about. and the Corsican hair, Corsican hair. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, the thing is, is that you know, she's. Uh, She's definitely. I think she's going to release her own cookbook soon. You know. Uh, well, she is. She is vegan, but she made some kind of salmon and shrimp thing, which, which yeah. I, guess, I guess she used um, vegan salmon. Well, she 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 gets a free pass, doesn't she? Because she's because yeah. she's Ashley Tisdale. You know, she can she can be a vegan, but she's also allowed to eat salmon and and you know chicken and stuff like that and cream and cream. Yeah, <laughs> salmon and chicken and cream. Just raw. <laughs> she's she's only just started cooking though. I mean, yeah, bless yeah. her socks. You know, I mean, she's you know, but yeah, I mean, I saw her. She was um, she was doing this salmon dish, and she had uh, she was being flanked by two people of of lesser uh, celebrity value. And what she did was she she got one salmon fillet, and then she put the other one on top of it, and then she seasoned both of them. And I thought that was so clever because what she's done is she's actually shielded the one below from getting any salt or pepper on it. Yeah. So that's a very chefy thing to do, isn't it? Rather than actually lay them both out and then season both of them equally, she did the sort of – I thought that was really clever. Well, it's quite an arty thing to do, isn't it, to have it is, columns it? of yeah. food rather than rows. Yeah, that's right. So I thought that was a that was a really chefy, clever thing to do. I think um, she's she must be good with spreadsheets. She knows how to manage her rows and columns. She does, doesn't she? Yeah, I mean, she probably excels at it, doesn't she? (laughs) Maybe a Dixie horn? Absolutely, that's right. Thank you. Hey, we've got an interview. We've got an interview, haven't we? Yes, that's right. Talking of the Dixie horn. (laughs) Yeah, okay, right. Are we all ready for this then? Um, so yeah, we uh, it's it's uh, uh, um, uh, an interview that we recorded uh, uh, quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a jingle, and then we'll we'll just kind of get into it, yeah. So yep. um, okay, right. Uh, let's just find the jingle. It's not that I haven't got it prepared or anything. You got to check your jingle. 
I can't check me jingles. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, right, let's do the jingle then now. Oh, Rusty, Rusty Tits, painting things and making lists. Rusty, Rusty Tits is going to tell you everything now. Uh, we've got Rusty here. Oh, uh, yeah. Hi there. Uh, uh, is it Sam? Yeah, Sam? Yeah, yeah, I'm Sam. The other guy's Simon. All right, hi, hi, Sam. It's uh, it's great to meet you, sir, and uh, it's it's a privilege to be able to speak, you know, to someone who uh, you know is interested in my work. You know, it's yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'm very much interested in your work, yeah. and I, I'm pleased. I'm pleased you're uh, you're featuring on the podcast. Um, well, you can call me Rusty. You know, you don't have to call me Mister Tits or nothing like that. Yeah, well, how, how did you earn such a majestic name as Rusty? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, you see, I'm not surprised you started off with that one. You know, I mean, uh, just just get it out of the way. You know, cause, yeah, uh, clear the air. Yeah, my my ma was a uh, was a Paiute woman. You know, First Nation, proud and true. And and as you know, when a child is born on the plains, you know, the mother looks out of the wigwam slit. You know, and yeah, the first thing she sees is used as the child's name. And yep, you guessed it. She saw a rusty nail sticking out of a rope and post, so that's how I got my name. So yeah, wow. that's that's why I'm called Rusty. Yeah, I, uh, I was. I, I um, I'm not yeah. sure. I think I was named after next door's cat. Um, but really, was yeah. it called Sam? Yeah, it was actually. Um, yeah. and and that's why I was named after it. But yours, yours definitely uh, trumps yeah. mine on. Well, you the, see, uh, there you go. I mean, uh, I just thought I'd let you know. You can hear in the background, you know, like the sounds of Arizona. I'm just relaxing here in my ranch up in the hills above Black Canyon City, Arizona. It's a mighty oh, yeah. fine morning here, and I, I got my OJ, got my bacon baps, got my frosties, you know. Your baps. <laughs> you, you got your yeah. baps. So yeah, and uh, later still... on, <laughs> I'm quite emotional now. So yeah. Um, anyway, you got any questions for me? Yeah, I've got another one. Um, okay. Have you, Have you always been a cowboy? Well, uh, since I was a baby, Sam, I, I got to tell you, my pa put me on the back of a stallion when I was six months old, tied me onto the saddle with bungee cords, and just gave that horse there a smack in the ass and I was gone. That's what they call Arizona schooling. I came back yeah. a month later and I could rope a steer. I could cook a whole mess of beans and I could do decoupage. And I don't know how. <laughs> wow. Uh, what like, so, so you're out there, you're eating your beans and things. Yeah. And what was the, the drink situation? Sasha Perilla? Sasaparilla, yeah, that's a popular Arizona drink, you know. Yeah. Uh, just or just a beer, you know, something like that, you know. Yeah. And, a couple uh, of jugs, maybe. A couple of jugs, yeah, yeah. a couple of jugs. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful day here. I'm going to do some painting later on. Um, I got me in mind a bit of a landscape with some bulls and a tree and a cowboy jerking off some chaps, you know, just, just trying to get them off after yeah, well, after I, a hard day breaking into tough steers, yeah, I mean, know. a long hard day, you got to jerk them off, haven't you? Real quick. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do Do you yeah. feel that cowboys are underrepresented in the art world? 
Well, uh, in between roping and greasing up chuck wagons and spitting hay, I, I started to marvel at the natural world around me. So uh, I rode me myself in a phoenix with a handful of dollar bills and a winning smile, and I found yeah. me a branch of hobbycraft. And I just went in and I bought me an old painting starter pack and some old bits of canvas. You know, yeah. my first picture was of the moon coming up over Sunset Point. I damn near used all of my black tube in one go. I didn't have no white, so I just left the hole where the moon would be. That's a, and that's do you know what? Do you know what? what? It what? sold for $4.5 million last November. Can you believe that? Well, it was your first piece, wasn't it, Rusty? It was my first piece. So in answer to your oh. fine question, Mr. Sam, sir, <laughs> I, I got I to gotta say, I believe the art, the art world is made up of your East Coast suit wearing Harvard types who ain't never seen a horse tail catch a flame in the noonday heat. Yeah. Uh, you know, these guys who never bit a bullet out of a skunk's eye socket, you know, they just don't know the world that we live in. So they can't relate. You know, they, they don't believe the things that I paint, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can't believe that a, a moon would rise at a place called um, Sunset Point because that, that would imply that it, the sun would set in the West. So it would, it would imply that the moon rises in the West, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, this this is the unbelievable United, stuff in the West. This is the United States of America, Sam. You know, we do things kind of different here. You know. Yeah, well, I can. Yeah. I get it's the other side of the world, so it might be all. Yeah. Higgledy piggledy. Um, Absolutely. Sir, <laughs> Mr. Sam. How would you describe your artwork using only words? Well, I'm primitive, Sam. They they call it they call it outsider art in those fancy Dan Musee days, Beaux Arts kind of circles. Yeah. I just call it raw. You see, I see the canvas as the land. You know, I I walk in it, I shit on it, I make love on it, and that's how I use my oils. You know, I uh, I, I paint what I have inside. You know, I paint the truth, and some folks don't appreciate that sentiment. No, well, you know, yeah. I, I approach out with an open mind. I said, I said, um, I, I always say that if someone tells me something's art, I will give them the benefit of the doubt and I will enjoy it as art. Um, mm. Now, where, where do you stand on that modern art? Well, I stand on its windpipe, Mr. Sam. <laughs> Ooh, I have to say, word. you know, sometimes in the springtime, some folks around here will take a steer. They'll put a dress on it and bows and everything, you know, lipstick, a little French hat and booties, yeah. you know. That, to me, is modern art, you see. It's a cow with lipstick on, and that ain't used to no one except a fella that likes cows with lipstick on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, um, I, yeah, I've you see, because I, I, I can see you struggling <laughs> to think of something to say. Yeah, my, my phone's not recognising my thumbprint. That'll teach me for buying a new camera phone. Well, I, I tell you, see, folks like us, we're the loneliest guys in the world. We ain't got no family, but we got each other. And why, for rains, we could just set in and uh, feed alfalfa to the rabbits. You know, we don't have to sit next to a cupid doll in no flop house or go into town and blow our load on a pool table. You know, we just live off the fat of the land. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, how are you getting like on with that old thumb like... there, Mister Sam? How are you getting on there? I've ma I've managed to uh, type in my passcode because I mean, I yeah. in, a, in an attempt to be more rugged, I've been sanding on wood, just sanding at it. Ah, um, uh, yeah, that's that's the best one to do. As it's far had as an I adverse see, effect yeah. on my thumbprint by the looks ah, of things. Ah, see, yeah. <laughs> 
I know that feeling. I, I've, I've many a time I've been jerking off chaps and lost all the prints on my fingers. So, <laughs> yeah, you got you got yeah. to take care of your hands when you're a ranching yeah. man. Oh um, Jesus fucking Christ, that's true. Um, where, how did you learn your How did you learn your craft? Well, I got to tell you, Mister Sam, I got to tell you that I I learned my craft by watching the stars. By seeing the light reflected off the mountains in the morning, yeah, and you and YouTube. Is that above the Salinas River? YouTube. Yeah, I've I've done a plenty of that, but yeah, I, I watched a few YouTube videos, and uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, helped me no end to learn how to paint, you know, and uh, but you know, I, I I don't care, you know, what people say, you know, I I got a ranch, I got me some baps, you know, and I don't need <laughs> nothing else. When I got my bats, man, I don't need nothing else. I got all I need. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, you got your beans, you got your ketchup, yeah. and that goes well you, with the bat. You come for my bats, you better bring yours too, man. You know, I got to tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> you just ain't got to. Ain't no one gonna take my bats away from me. <laughs> Amen to that. Shit, sir. nothing gonna take my bats away from me. You know, right. you know well, what I'm saying. Moving on from you, move, from your yeah. bats, Rusty. Swiftly. Yeah. Um, you're here to promote your autobiography, aren't you? I uh, certainly am, Mr. Sir, Mr. Sam, sir. I'm here to promote my autobiography. And, right. uh, and you, I didn't take you as a as much of a reading man. I took you're a speaking well, man who tells your tales rather than writing. Most of the time, I'm greasing up chuck wagons and I'm uh, you know doing cowboy things. But uh, you know, man's got to take some time to himself, and I, I like to write. You know, um, I have a major retrospective in Phoenix this fall. It's called it's called a whole bunch of tits, and uh, <laughs> to come. To go inside with my autobi- autobiography, which autobiography. is called. <laughs> yeah, and uh, to coincide with my autobiography, which is entitled Tits in Your Face, uh, here is the introduction. I thought I'd read it to you and, and all the lovely people out there, you know. And, oh, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, okay. So this is the foreword to my autobiography. It is sunset, and I sit sipping Shivas Regal on my porch, looking across my table with a selection of entrees, burgers, and sides to the moon peeking out over the mountains in the distance. How did I get here? Well, I know how I got to the porch, but how did I get to this part of my life when I'm the most famous cowboy painter in the world? My paintings sell for millions of dollars. You open up you open up an art magazine and it's full of tits. My work is revered by the critics who often look at more modern artists and they think they can see tits in their pictures. In fact, my pictures rarely go for sale. Tits are hard to get by at the present time. So it is with great humility and a little bit of nostalgia that I look back on my life and my porch to see where it all started all those me mo moons ago. Did you like that, Mr. Mr. Sam? I did, especially. What's a me mo moon? <laughs> So, I, is that a- uh, well, it's the Shivas Regal, you see. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like to start early. It helps my painting. Yeah, well, I, when you I know, get my brushes out paint. and I do my painting, you see, I got to have my Shivas Regal there yeah, by paint. my side. So, yeah, um, I think you got another question. I think I'm about to run out on my broadband, so you're going to have to ask me. Yeah, 
So well, you know, quick you... there, boy, because I'm I'm going there, boy. I'm going. I'm going, boy. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just say. I mean, your your surname. Uh, you've you've mentioned how you got your forename. Oh uh, yeah. Um, how did you get your surname Tits? Did your dad dad give you Tits or your mum? Well, or... I gotta tell you now. There's gonna be a whole lot of me telling you this stuff, and I I just hope I can get through it all. But we'll try anyway. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not a good start, is it? Anyway, well, <laughs> well it's funny. Wins, it sure isn't. It's funny you should say that, Mr. Sam, because, of course, I understand the tits is a British bird. Well, you know, the my surname, there was, you know, it goes back a long way in my family. There was Grammy tits, Grandpappy tits, my great uncle, <laughs> the vaudeville star Little Tits. Oh. And, you know, uh, the, of course, you know, the family name tits is all over the USA. I mean, there's the Boston tits. There's the Florida tits. Yeah, the Detroit tits, the L.A. tits, and I, and I hear in Britain, you know, you have your your, your tits here in in Bristol. You have your Bristol titties. Yeah, and, uh, and I understand with your with your double barrel names that there's the uh, there's a family in Lincolnshire called the Big Family, and they married into our family. Right. So now we got the Big Tits. Wow. I, yeah. I, and whenever yeah, I have a, a I, I think I'm going to get through this, Sam. Whenever I have a family reunion, I make sure that I have tits, big tits, all the tits I can get my hands on. And, <laughs> did, and did you know that in Germany, they have their own tits and it's called tits. With I didn't Z. know that. Yeah. So there's tits all around the world. And finally... <laughs> My current girlfriend wants to keep her surname. Can you imagine that, wow, Mr. Sam? Wow, very modern. Yeah, and if we get married, she'll want to go double-barreled. And do you know what her name is? No, but you're going to tell me, aren't you? And I'm going to tell you, Sam. I'm going to goddamn tell you if it goddamn kills me. Her name is Lucille, and her surname... <laughs> What's her surname, uh, Rusty? Rusty, tell me the surname. What's the surname? Her surname is Pointy. Pointy. I, I can't believe it, Sam, but it's true. Oh, oh like, like Madonna in the 80s. Yeah. Can you imagine that, Lucille Pointy oh. tits? Well, there you I, go. I, anyway, I, it's, it's been an absolute blast yeah, talking to you. Sam. I, I think the Chivas Regal is... I've even forgot the press play on the on the the the, the little uh, uh, sound thing that I had, and uh, God no. knows where you people think I've been talking to you from, but it's been the most amazing experience of my whole life, Sam. I'm glad oh, that's over, excellent. I'm pleased over there in the pond, or over there with all the people there, you know, and in Britain, in the in the U.S. of England, you know, I've uh, you know much love to all of you, and 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 with the lockdown and. The, Pokemon yeah. virus and all that, you know, but it's been a blast. I've yeah, thoroughly I enjoyed my time there. Well, I've, I've uh, I put a tight line out in the garden, and um, <laughs> yeah. I ended up I ended up with uh, blue tits on it. Did you, you imagine that? Yeah, the oh, little bird. Uh, Any relation? That was actually somebody just come to pick me up to take me into town. So uh, I better yeah. go now. But uh, we going to old Susie's place. I'm going over to Lucille's place. I tell you, there's going to be a hold down tonight, etc., <laughs> uh, etc. Et what you did there, a hold down.
Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna play the jingle, and uh, it's been <laughs> yeah. it's better. It's, it's been, been a whole heap of tits talking to you. <laughs> oh, rusty, rusty tits, pain things are making lists. Rusty, rusty tits is gonna tell you everything did tell us everything yeah that was extraordinary wasn't it i mean that was, was. an insight into a, an art uh, person's mind I mean, it was fascinating yeah yeah i mean he really does have that artist's mind doesn't he i mean just the way he thinks about things is a little bit different <laughs> yeah i think yeah he uh, he definitely um i think he'd taken something don't you i think he definitely but then he's an artist so he's you yeah that that's what they do don't they they take things. I mean, um, who was the remind me? Who was the guy that wrote um, "Fear and Loathing" in Las Vegas? Is it Hunter S. Thompson? Hunter S. Thompson. Yes, that's right. Yes. He. I. I saw on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast another really successful podcast. Oh um, yeah. Uh, not as successful as us. No, he, of course um, not. No. He he went through Hunter S. Thompson's uh, like hourly breakdown of what he did in the day to get ready for writing, and if, oh, if, you, yes, haven't, yes. if you haven't seen it already, I'd recommend you mm-hmm. listen to this man's routine because. If you think artists are bad with substances and yeah. uh, and even alcohols, some of them drink alcohols. Yeah, so um, they, they do have like, they like the alcohols, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, even like several alcohols in one day. And then he start, he would start writing at 3 a.m. after doing loads of drugs and things. He was Incredible. an extraordinary person. And um, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is one of my favourite uh, favorite books favorite examples of gonzo yeah. journalism so i mean he was he's like a god to me hunter s thompson so in really? fact in fact uh, truth or bollocks time those of you who have the podbean app in front of you if you can see my uh, logo my cycle annie 68 logo you'll yeah. see that it is in fact the the double thumb fist uh, which was the logo that Hunter S. Thompson used when he ran for the um, the Sheriff of, of Aspen in 1970. Oh, I, d- so, I didn't know where that logo came from. Yeah, that's his, his, his freak power logo. So, uh, so yeah. I thought it was... Um... I thought it was a red hand clutching the BP logo, but my eyesight's on its way out. Yeah, actually, the green thing in the centre does look like something slightly, uh, you know, that that you put uh, uh, an item that you got from Wish into. But uh, yeah, well, we yeah. can't mention that because we'll scare our listeners away with the bad language. They don't, they don't like the uh, bad language, do they? They don't like the bad language, though. Know, so we're not going to do that anymore. We we're going to remove the E from our next podcast and. Uh, and then it'll be uh, it'll be all for for the family, won't it? Well, so it'll just be the sacred cow. It'll just be the sacred cow. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll be about three minutes long, won't it? And then yeah, I mean we yeah we can't we certainly can't mention tits anymore. We've... What a what a what a beast says no. Say all the bad language. All the bad language. Shit. What, what, all of it. What what? But give us an example. What a beast of the language you want us to say or he says all that's not that bad though no we want you to be specific we want you to actually say yeah put in a bad language request boobs (laughs) well i'll see your boobs and raise you a tits yeah or jugs or even baps (laughs) absolutely we've we've said all of those naughty words today yeah but i I hope our friend um what was our indian correspondent called i forget his name Wazahat, yeah, I hope yeah. he doesn't learn any of these 
naughty words. I mean, no, I hope he doesn't know. No, Wazat, if you're out there, please just you know, we don't say boobs, don't say virgins. No, don't say cunt, definitely not that one. Don't say cunt, no, don't say cunt, ladies. That's a bad word, whatever you do, really bad. Yeah, um, do we think we've come to the allotted time for this podcast? Yeah, I think we've gone over the allotted time and we might get cut short. Uh, they've asked for one more. Should we give them? Should we give them what that request says, or should we wait till next week to say? Uh, that I can't word? believe we're getting requests that we lost a load of listeners at the start, and now we're getting people getting us to say "pussy." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see what you've done there. <laughs> Can you believe that? That literally they're just trying to make us swear, like we're their we're their avatars. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible, I, I feel isn't like it? they're enjoying it a bit too much. Well, I hope these people are going to tune in next Sunday and listen to podcast Sacred Cow number ten. Yeah, because uh, we want all the listeners we possibly can, don't we? We want all the listeners and all the bad language, especially the ones that make <laughs> us prompt us to say pussy and boobs and stuff. Yeah, they're just the kind of listeners we want, aren't they? That's our demographic. Absolutely, yeah. We we love you guys. We love right. you guys. Yeah. See ya. Should we not talk for a brief second and then you can play the? I'll say goodbye and then you say goodbye and then I'll and then I'll play the main thing and then you can do the thing. Yeah. All right then. All right. Goodbye, Sam. Bye, Simon. Thank you. See ya. Shit, that's loud. (laughs) 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 (laughs)